Welcome to this week's EG Like Sunday Morning, an episode in which we make no apology for tackling a topic that many may say has nothing to do with real estate. But since real estate is at the centre of virtually everything we do, how we live, work and play, and since people are at the heart of real estate, it is very much a matter we should be talking about and which the industry should be leading the way on. I'm talking about the decision of the US Supreme Court last Friday to overturn the historic Roe v. Wade decision that protected a person's ability to terminate their pregnancy, a ruling which puts the legality of abortions in the hands of individual states. Six have immediately made it illegal, and it is anticipated that more than half will ultimately do so. Joining me to discuss the implications of this ruling and why it should matter to the industry and those of us here in the UK are editor Sam McClary and news editor Pui Guan Man. Thank you both for joining me on what I'm sure has not been the most uplifting week. No, it's it's all very scary and it makes me feel sick, <laughs> to be honest. We've woken up and ended up in some kind of dystopian universe. Yeah, uh, very, very handmaid's tale, I think, as many people have been pointing out. And, and Sam, uh, as you have outlined in this week's leader, you were in the middle of a gruelling journey uh, when you heard <laughs> this news, one that really highlights the madness of treating uh, women as second-class citizens in this way. So what was your reaction and, and, of, and that of those around you? Yeah, so I was on the on the Padel, um, uh, which people don't know is a, a charity bike ride um, for women in real estate, raised a lot of money um, for various various charities, £62,000 and counting there. But um, so I was with 60 amazing women from across the entire built environment, you know, sort of newcomers to the industry, those at just the beginning of their career and those um, who are at the top of top of their game, you know, real decision makers, really smart, smart women. And it was just really, really sad that you know, as we were sort of halfway through this ride, we heard the news from America that um, the US Supreme Court had indeed uh, overturned Roe versus Wade. And it was just, it was heartbreaking, to be honest, Jess, because it, you know, it just made us all stop and think, well, if we were, you know, we didn't have the um, gift of being um, UK citizens, and we were in America, you know, so many of those women, you know, if it's going to be almost half of the states of America mm. that are going to make abortion Ill- illegal, they would have their rights taken a- away. And it, it's just unfathomable, really. And actually, I was um, sharing a room with uh, a fellow ride captain who who calls home, home Utah. And Utah is one of those states that mm. is going to... Um, uh, make abortion illegal and then another ride captain uh, is is from Texas and just uh we were just, it was just ang- real anger and then this fear that this isn't this isn't the end of it this is the start start of it mm. and what other human rights can be taken away by I'm going to say it, idiotic politicians who are so small-minded and stupid um, that they're just going to, you know, sort of unravel any work that has been done to try and make this world a better, more equal, equal place. And yeah, I'm I'm really angry. Mm. I'm really upset. I'm, I'm happy we live in the UK. But, you know, the US is meant to be what the leader of the free world. And if it makes this move, who who is going to follow? 
you know it's it's really really frightening and I know I my outlook is on so I apologize for those noises um <laughs> um I, you know I forgot what I was saying but yeah anger anger hmm. Jess I'm really absolutely angry. absolutely and um we've been uh, in covering this we, we were looking at the reaction uh from from real estate companies that are that are that sort of uh, situated in the US and at a time of recording and we should probably lift the veil uh, this week and acknowledge that we are recording this on Thursday uh, just in case any announcements are made on, on in between um, only one US based advisory firm uh, Cushman and Wakefield had taken a stand and joined those corporations in the US that have committed to provide funds for employees that need to travel to different states for healthcare reasons so Full praise to, to Cushman and Wakefield, but uh, it seems that some of the other agencies, Sam, are, are hoping to find a way to take action. <laughs> you lost your words just as yeah, well as, as they, ha they have. So, <laughs> so yeah, like I've spoken to a lot of companies and um, a lot want to say something, but a lot feel mm. very tied by it. And do you know what? I understand, I understand that. Um, Cushman has the... Um, gift I suppose of being headquartered in Chicago in Illinois which is um, you know uh, upholding Roe versus Wade it's it's surrounded by states that are not but it is you know is in a um, situation where the the poli politics of that state are not against that the yes. politics of the company so it might have a slightly easier um, ride there but you know, it reacted very, very quickly mm. on this. Maybe some lessons learned from the slowness of its reaction around the Russia-Ukraine war, mm. but that's a that's a whole different conversation. Um, but the others that, that I've spoken to are all saying, "Oh, yeah, we want to we want to make a a announcement, but we want to make sure that we actually can follow through on what what we say." You know, Cushman is is providing the funds for people to be able mm. to go and. Um, access um, medical um, or, or healthcare. Um, the others want to do that too, but they want to make sure that they can actually do it. I get that and I buy it a little bit, but also, you know, these firms are just as big and um, liquid as mm. as Cushman. They can do it. Like, come on, I'm pretty sure yeah. you can you can do two grand a um, a person if they if they need it. So. I think it's mainly the politics, you know, quite a lot of these these firms are either based in states that uh, are going to have or are going to make um, abortion illegal or have huge presence presences mm. there. And this is where the, poli the politics does come mm. into play. And, uh, you know, we're just not at a place yet, are we, where the politics doesn't doesn't matter. Um, but I really hope that. Cushman and their swift action is gonna force a a, a trigger a trigger clause on on all of the others as well because you know if I was an employee I know where I'd be looking to to move to if I wasn't finding that support else, elsewhere and there's a huge war for talent going on so mm. um, you know if, if you're gonna act act soon and and be loud about it you know this is this is so so important and not just for um, for um, people who might be, uh, you know, uh, women and others that um, might be affected by this directly. But I think, 
you know, for the men in this this world as well that that care about um, the rights of individuals. Mm, this this absolutely. is important important to them too. And as you said, you know, that it's a slippery slope. What 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 are the rights people are going to be coming from next? And and, and it's likely going to be geographically similar states that that do exactly that. So yeah. Um, one thing I, I just wanted to sort of ask you it is it is fantastic that that Cushman's and other um, real estate businesses and real estate adjacent businesses, including WeWork, uh, Blackstone, J.P. Morgan, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Starbucks, and real big household names, are supporting their employees in this way. But uh, you mentioned the Russia-Ukraine war, Sam, and I wondered whether just providing support to employees actually goes far enough. And with with something like this which effectively amounts to subjugation of, of half of the population and, and puts lives at risk. Does there come a point where any company that truly values the S in ESG should consider no longer operating in territories where this kind of ban's in place? It's a, it's a good, really good question, Jess. And the answer, I suppose, is yes. Mm. You know, it, they they should. And um and I, and I guess it's it's really it's a really difficult call to make to make, isn't it? Because if Absolutely. you, especially if it's going to be half of the country, yeah. Um, if you stop operating in those um, regions, then you're not going to get the income to be able to mm. um, give that two thousand pound two thousand dollars to to those that that need it. So you've got to weigh it up. But I guess it's about picking picking your clients. Well, because mm. that uh, you know, as much as this is a state by state law change, I'm sure there are individuals and employers in each of those states that um, disagree um, with yeah. with the law. So I think it's you know you've just got to be sen- sensible about it, haven't, haven't you? And you know, not don't turn your back on it on an entire mm. state, um, but make it very clear that if um, if someone doesn't agree with your your principles um, and you don't agree with theirs, then, you know, maybe we don't want to do business with you. And, you know, um, on the counter of that, there might be some sort of Republican um, businesses out there that mm. say, do you know what, Cushman, we don't we don't want to do business with you because you've been oh, open about yeah. it. And, you know, how how brave of them to say, all right. Which um, which I hope they they would do rather than hide mm. um, hide the help that they're giving and the the support that they're giving to their people. And we with your with your retail expertise, so you know when when you get sort of people like uh, companies like Starbucks taking a stand on this kind of thing, I mean that's that's quite a brave thing to do, isn't it? When they when they do operate into such a large extent in in the states that are going to be making these bans and you know that 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 kind of boosting your reputation in half the country at the expense of uh tanking it in the other half it must be quite a a difficult decision for a major retail or leisure firm to take yeah absolutely absolutely but i mean i guess sam has you know summed up how i feel about it all so eloquently and, and powerfully in her leader this in this week's uh, Mag, and, and just now too. I mean, if if, um, if listeners haven't um, already uh, read it, please do uh, give it a read. It, it's so important that you know everyone uh, unites to to be vocal and that we help each other and and show a united front. And that's really across all all sectors and all. It's not not just the brokerages. It's it's everyone really. Mm. So um, yeah, really important. And 
Sam, you mentioned earlier on that the US is a is such a powerful influence on the world. You know, the, the leader of the free world is often the tag uh, thrust on its presidents. Um, economically, culturally, it's such a such a powerhouse. So, so do you do you, do you genuinely fear how this kind of backwards thinking may take hold elsewhere, in, including here in the UK? I mean, we've already had the depressing sight of a Tory MP, um, Danny Kruger, saying that women do not have an absolute right to bodily autonomy in the Commons and, and warning politicians not to lecture the US. So is it is it a genuine fear? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's like it just underlines, doesn't it, again, how fragile, how fragile progress mm. is. And I don't know, I, um, I don't like to get political too much because I don't, <laughs> don't really understand politics. And so I try and stay away from it. But this, you know, this, this sort of stuff is, it shouldn't be, I, I don't have trust in our political leaders mm. pretty much anywhere, <laughs> maybe yeah. New Zealand, um, that they are actually understanding of um, actual human beings. Maybe they're not human beings. Maybe they are mm. all lizards. Um, <laughs> who, who knows? But, you know, the fact that this can happen in the States, the fact that we have ridiculous comments like that coming from um uh, MPs over over mm. here is it's really it's really worrying worrying and I yeah I just fear that if we're not careful we'll unravel all of this progress that that we have made you know for, first comes um this um uh, law on abortion then comes contraception then comes unraveling same-sex marriages then comes I don't know women's right to vote I know what mm. what's what's going to happen next. Are we all forced back into the into the kitchen. Do we need to uh, stick to our knitting? Um, you know what's what's going to happen. And I guess my my only optimism that I have is that there are sensible business leaders out there that will disregard mm -hmm. um, what the politicians say. And I you know I have huge hope. Uh, in our sector that we could we could actually lead on this mm. you know we are a big sector as you said right at the top of this conversation Jess real estate touches absolutely everything we have huge huge power let's use it in the right right way let's be brave let's stand up for our for our people and the you know the rights of human beings to be human beings and you know this is this is the moment and like please see please seize it do not that you know I love the handmaid's tale but I don't want it to be real real life and yeah. if we're not careful it like it feels around the corner doesn't it I can't imagine anyone better at glaring into a camera than you Sam so maybe <laughs> maybe you can uh, take on a bit of that um well I don't think we can put it any better than that so should we should we turn to some of the other big news uh, this week before we before we go uh, including uh, a government commissioned report on the impact of CVAs that, surprise, surprise, misjudges uh, the impact of those CVAs on landlords. Oui. 
yeah, so um, yes, that, as, as you say, it's a government commission report. Um, the finding, the key finding uh, really is that landlords are broadly treated equitably in uh, CVAs, yeah. which as that, I'm, as that I'm word sure... broadly is doing a lot of heavy, heavy lifting, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure you can all imagine has uh, attracted a lot of criticism from the industry. Maybe that's an understatement uh, criticism. But um, especially as that same report also shows that almost all of the CVAs that analysed showed property owners were affected in almost double the number of cases than trade creditors were. So um, yeah, a lot of commentators quick to point out that the report didn't actually factor in losses beyond, uh, you know, just the, the loss of future rents too. Um, um, but, you know, there's loads of other burdens that it didn't factor in. It didn't factor in, uh, you know, conversions to turnover rents, didn't factor in the rent arrears, service charge, dilapidations, um, everything happening around that. And the problem of, of vote swamping too. I mean, it just it seems a shame that many of these um, factors weren't taken into account. Um, and the BPF has been very vocal um, about calling for CVA reform on, on the back of this. But I guess... Who knows? Uh, it took them this long to, uh, you know, um, get analysis done on CVAs itself. Um, so I don't know. We can only hope, I suppose. Uh, yeah. yeah, and listeners, keep an eye on on the legal and professional section next week for an in-depth uh, look at the flaws in the methodology from from Matthew Ditchburn at Hogan Lovells, which should all already be online uh, by the time this goes live. Um, and Sam, uh, big news at Avison Young this week. Big news at Avison Young this week: a, uh, a shake-up of the of the senior senior team. So, um, Jason Sibthorpe moving from looking after the UK business to to the EMEA business, where there are huge huge plans to grow Avison Young. I think um, they are very keen to um, not be a second tier agent anymore. They're coming for coming for the big boys mm. and girls, but boys. Um, and then leading the UK business is um, Nick Walkley, so former head of of Homes, Eng- Homes England, who joined um, joined them uh, just a, just a few months ago, really, mm, to help yeah. sort of um, bring. Um, Obviously, made a good impression. Uh, well, yeah. Nick does make an impression, that is <laughs> for sure, and I'm really excited to see what he does because uh, anyone who has has met Nick um, knows that he's pretty straight talking. Um, and he's got, um, yeah, it's not shy. He's not shy of an opinion, but he's very passionate about um, about the right things, about people, mm. about EDNI, about you know, sort of bringing real estate into the the twenty first century or even the twentieth um, <laughs> century um, century. So it'll be really interesting to see what see what he does. He will no doubt um, rock the boat a little little bit which will be fun for us and um maybe a little bit uncomfortable for the industry but um let, let's see what happens there but mm. i think there is um exciting times ahead at Avison young they have ambition and they are not afraid to use it good stuff and uh, any other major headlines to note Pui? Um, yeah, so I guess in um, in more sort of just to draw the chat back to retail, as I always do, <laughs> <laughs> um, major uh, town centre stakeholders like Boots and, and TFL, uh, legal and general um, investment management, they've all backed uh, a new think tank paper proposing measures to revive um, failing high streets. And, and it is, I know if I, you know, if I had a pound for every time I saw one of these papers, um, 
I'd have two pounds. No, I'm just kidding. I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be quids in. But this does actually seem to propose some sensible measures here, and it's backed by um, some some well-known names like uh, like uh, Mark Robinson of uh, the chair of uh, High Street Task Force as well. Um, it's called the Platform for Places uh, Report, and it is aiming to sort of unite community leaders and councils and asset owners on bringing more town centre properties into community use, um, as well as uh, ownership where where appropriate, um, while also um, looking at development and investment um, opportunities. So um, there's a bunch of recommendations, but they've they include a new uh, high street buyout fund. Um, a consultation on uh, community right to buy, um, more powers for uh, councils to um, sell or lease uh, properties on favourable terms, and um, interestingly, more support for councils to use CPOs too um, as a last resort. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it to me looks like quite a sensible package of, of recommendations. So let's let's hope the right people take notice. Sounds good. Uh, no time for a quiz uh, this week since we uh, devoted so much time to our, our main topic of conversation. Uh, but hopefully uh, we'll be back to normal with a, a slightly more lighthearted uh, episode of EG Light Sunday Morning uh, next week. But thanks, uh, Pui and Sam, uh, for your powerful words today. Always a pleasure, Jess. And uh, to those of you at home, you have been listening to EG Light Sunday Morning.